Thanks for joining us on Sample Radio. Zach Milbank here, and with me today is the coach of the Sturt Football Club, Nathan Grimer, to talk specifically about the AFL State Talent Level 3 Coach Accreditation course, which he attended over in Melbourne uh, a week or so ago. And obviously a fantastic learning and development opportunity for you, Nathan. Um, how did you find it? Yeah, mate, thanks for having me on. Zachy, yeah, I um, yeah, it was a great course. Actually, it's only uh, the first part of it now. It's it's yep. changed the format a little bit. It used to be the the one course over a week long, uh, post AFL Grand Final weekend. Whereas now they've given a lot more state based coaches, both men and women, and coaching men and women to do to do the level three. So it's divided up now. Um, you know, uh, people involved with AFL clubs do their separate to the state group, and uh, yeah, we did the first two days. Yeah, first two days already. We go back in, in another month to do another couple of days and, uh, and we'll continue to work uh, on some stuff throughout the year to get to get our Level 3 accreditation. Excellent. And uh, you're able to share it um, with a few other South Aussies as well. Obviously, Tess Baxter, um, Woodville West Torrens, Sample Women's Coach, and Sean Ribbons, Central District Sample Women's Coach, and then also Paul Streetfield, the West Adelaide Under-18 Head Coach as well. So... Um, Good to have some uh, people with sort of sandful feel over there with you. Yeah, and plus uh, Central District's new coach, Jeff, uh, he, he was in the course as well. And, uh, yeah, which was good. Now, it was a really good group of, of people. Ideally, I think, to coach at this level, that's something you want to have uh, under your belt prior to, to coming in. There's obviously a lot of knowledge in this course, uh, which goes far beyond that of the level two. Um, yep. it, was, it was has been difficult in the past for guys to get opportunity within the course due to limited numbers. Australia-wide, it's probably something if I'd had my time again, if I knew I was going to go down this path so quick, I would have pushed harder to try and get, get a spot in that course. But, um, yeah, the way this sort of cards uh, burned with ending up in this opportunity a bit earlier than I, than I anticipated, that I uh, only had my level two and it was always a plan as soon as I got the job to, to get accredited. But, yeah, it's a really good course. Um, yeah, and so we did it with a great group of people that are working uh, in similar clubs all around Australia. So, yeah, I think it's going to be, um, it's really good knowledge I'll need to, to develop my coaching next year and beyond. And you got to hear from the old and the newer guests as well, uh, the new guys in particular, and, and at the cutting edge of it, obviously, uh, newly hired St Kilda coach Brett Ratton, and then Jay Rawlings, uh, senior assistant at North Melbourne as well, doing a, a fair quota of the uh, tutoring. Yeah, that no, was good, actually. I actually played footy with Jade Rawlings at Tassie back in the day and good mates with his brother Brady. And, yeah, the year Jade, he's been, you know, in the game for a long time as an assistant and a caretaker coach. And, and so he was with us for the, for the full two days, as was Andy Collins, who's obviously been over here in the Sanford yeah. Coast a long time uh, in the VFL, so they were part of the course. Uh, yeah, Brett Ratton was a great, uh, gave a great insight into, he took on a role with Carlton as a young coach and, uh, and he probably spoke a lot about the things he'd do differently the next time around and, and now he's got his opportunity at St Kilda and that was really great listening and mm. took a really lot out of him and then Reece Shaw uh, was another speaker that yeah that, that offered a great insight and, uh, and Shocko Williams who everyone that would have heard speak is um, a little bit different than everyone else and he, yeah, he was a big part of the course over the, the two days and, and generated a lot of discussion and, and thought and wasn't afraid to put you on the spot if you weren't on your toes. So um, he caught me off guard a couple of times, actually. But I uh, I know I enjoyed the course, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to continue to develop my knowledge. What was your key takeaway from the couple of days, mate? Um, without notice, Zach, I'd... Uh, 
Yeah. Probably the biggest one. I think the biggest one that I was probably listening to Brett Ratton coach Colton and then coming back now is just just how big the connection and relationships with players are. Mm-hmm. They spoke a lot about, um, you know, telling your story, I guess, of, of what you're about and your philosophies, but also listening to a lot of stories of your players and building that connection. And yep. and the other one that, that Brett said was, you know, when he first took over, and, and I was probably the same here last year, you're, you're trying to take on, you know, every responsibility and, and have your, you know, your finger in every pie. But he said, just control what you can control and um, mm. do what you do well and trust good people around you. And I think, um, you know, for me going into my second year now at Sturt and, and knowing my assistant coaches and, yeah. and my staff and my players, you can actually designate a lot more responsibility and, and control more uh, what you want to do. And then obviously that gives you more time to build your rapport and, and relationships with your players. But um, it's only two days of it. It's, it goes, yeah. you know, there's a fair bit more content. Um, within the course, but um, yeah, it's great to see the sample uh, guys over there represented, and uh, yeah, we obviously all got along really well and had a chat, and um, you know, it's good to connect with other coaches in your state. So now that you've got year one ticked off uh, as a sample senior coach, um, how do you think you might be better in year two next year? Um, probably, you know, obviously just having not been in the league since 2007 uh, as a player, just just understanding, um, you know, with for me effectively my list, you know, what guys are capable, what they're not. Um, you know, um, obviously probably our pre-season and stuff, our structure around it will be a little bit different. Um, now I could individualise for guys, now I know who's who. And I, I just think, you know, the experience of sitting in the box and the pressure that come with that level of coaching, which I hadn't been at, is something that I... Um, I had experience, and, and like I think, I don't think which coach mentioned, he said, but you don't actually know what it's going to be like till you've done it, and that mm-hmm. doesn't matter what level you coach at. And um, and now I have done it. I, obviously, I can I can go back with some confidence to know that we were quite competitive at times this year. You know, half a game off a top three finish at the end of the season. Um, I think we won the third most quarters in the league. We had opportunities to win a lot more games, but you know we've got to go back and improve our offensive side of the game. And we only scored, I think. 73 points a game, which was ranked seventh, but all that defensive stuff was, you know, the top two, which is what you want to build your foundation around. But um, a lot of our recruiting philosophy has been around bringing in some youth, some leg speed, uh, and changing the dynamic of how we'll shape up in our forward line because we weren't able to put scoreboard pressure on enough mm. last year. And, um, you know, that's, that probably is a, a key indicator. We said we won in the third most quarters, but we'll never be able to, whenever we had that momentum, we couldn't we couldn't put enough scoreboard pressure on, which when a lot of our games were yeah. tight and um, and competitive. And, you know, and, and, we, and we lost a few close games off the back of not capitalising uh, when we had a chance to. Perfect segue into your list and how it's developing and uh, probably been a front-runner in terms of Sanford clubs and hitting the ground running with some key signings. Um, you must be really delighted to bring uh, some quality players in, such as Abe Davis from South, Dean Gore and Jordan Houlihan, former Sturt Juniors. Great to have them back at the club. And then announced uh, just a couple of hours ago, in fact, uh, Jai Farah um, from one of the Adelaide development players as well, really athletic prospect. Yeah, mate, I think the thing is, like, last year when I come in, I didn't get the job to, to mid to late October. We retained a lot of our list, which means, firstly, there's not a need to recruit a lot and you don't have a lot of money in your cap to recruit. So I think, you know, last year, I think they rated our recruiting a D or an F, someone did, or whatever they did. But the reality is, if you don't have these spots yeah, to fill, yeah. you, you need, you don't you don't have money to spend or you don't go and recruit. So I think it's a little bit of, you know, horses for courses. We've had a lot of guys retire, Um We've got some, we're just fortunate as well, not so much um, for the player in particular, but when guys come off a list and are from your junior zone, uh, it gives you the best chance of 
of getting them back. So that's helped us obviously with Gorey coming back after a couple of years away and and Houlihan and, and hopefully um, James Rose follows in that boat if he doesn't get another opportunity at, at AFL level. But um, yeah, we, we've brought in a lot of younger guys this year. Like Abe Davis is still only uh, 23. Um, feels like he's a lot older. So we've been able to replenish all this with some high-end quality of but, um, you know, with a good age demographic. We've got a couple more guys we're targeting as well on a neat basis. Um, we feel like we've got a really, really good group of young guys coming through our zone that we've developed. Um, and, yeah, I'm really confident to try and give a lot of those guys opportunities as well. And, um, you know, so we want to make sure we don't overlook talent at our disposal. So generally we'll try and bring in needs basis away from the type of players we've got. Uh, and that's what we've tried to do. So you look at um, perhaps obviously losing Evans and Stevens, that key back type as well. Yeah, we're speaking to a key defender. Um, he's having a chat to a few clubs, as you know, as they all do, and mm. would love to get him. But at the same time, we think Hugo Munn could play down back. Yep. Um, you know, I think that's probably where we're going to sell him down. Luke Evans played most years as a, as a key defender. Um, okay. Yeah, Will Coombe was as a, as a third tall. I think this year was the first year, you know, with. I think Guy Page had played 120 straight games, gets injured, harms, he missed a fair bit of time down back. Uh, we took Sam Calhoun out of the back line. Um, we had a bit of, yeah, so, and with all that considered, we still had a better defensive year, I think, or on par than we had in their premiership year. So I, I think our basis of how we play is not going to matter as much with the personnel as good as players as obviously Fraser and Squiddy were. You can't replace those guys, but if we can, if we can just hold up down back, um, you know, and you know, and actually spend, I guess, or, or target recruit in our mid and front half. I think that will serve us actually quite well, and um, mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity for some guys to step up in leadership capacity and on a playing capacity and fill some really big holes from you know Aiden Riley, Greeny, mm-hmm. um, and those two boys you mentioned. Plus, there might even be you know one or two more. I'm not 100 percent sure what everyone else will do yet, um, but yeah, there's going to be opportunities for. But plenty of list change and then plenty of third kids, so it should be good. Speaking of which, um, I was just going to check Daniel Pierce. How's he tracking? Is he likely to go on for another year? Uh, yes, I've got to catch up with Daniel for a chat. Um, he's one of the only guys I'm left to chat with. So oh, yeah. it's pretty hard. And you try and, yeah, yeah obviously, yeah. my good desire is to sit down with every player on the list uh, for a chat, every, you know, every coach on the list. And we governed a little bit as to as to their availability and, and, and what, they, what they're doing. But... Yeah, you know, I've sat down there, I think, with you know, 95% of all our, our staff and players and, and got an idea of what's going to go on. And, um, yeah, I'll, I'll catch up with Daniel next week and uh, and have a chat to him about what he wants to do. But, you know, everyone else I've spoke to is super keen. And I think the way our reserves finish in particular, I know it's a different grade of footy to league footy, but, um, you know, there's some real excitement in our group and you're really confident about what we can do next year. Very good, Nath. Well, thank you very much for your time on Sample Radio. We do appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, look forward to catching up with you again uh, throughout the summer. And all the best with the uh, Level 3 coaching course through the AFL. Thanks, mate. Thank you.